What's up, guys? Welcome to the Humans of MarTech podcast. His name is John Taylor. My name is Phil Gamash. Our mission is to future-proof the humans behind the tech so you can have a successful and happy career in marketing. What's up, folks? If you follow the show, you know that we wrap up each conversation by delving into how our guests manage to juggle their personal and professional lives while maintaining their well-being and career success. Our most popular episode continues to be our compilation of insights on this very topic. Due to its popularity, we've decided to revisit this format and bring you a fresh perspective with new voices and reflections from the past season. We've categorized all 23 guests' answers into seven categories, passion and meaningful work, values and priorities, physical health and routines, curiosity and learning, appreciating what we have now, giving back, and relationships. Here's today's main takeaway. Balance is a continuous journey rather than a final destination involving passion, alignment, personal recharging, and appreciation of life's path, including those who accompany us along the way. And never underestimate the power of a well-timed no to maintain balance and propel your journey forward. Let's start with the internal flame that motivates all else. Three of our guests actually really emphasize passion and finding meaningful work as the key to happiness and success for them. Hmm, that's a really good question. Um, my personal motto is to do what I like, to pursue my passions, basically professionally and personally. That's Lucie D'Antony, head of marketing at Grant Me. Why it might be seen as a cliché, uh, this principle drives my daily motivation. Whatever I encounter something I'm not fond of, I take a moment to reflect on why I feel the way and explore hmm, how I can transform that into a positive experience. It's the same with AI, you know, I, I, I just doing it for my personal life. I, I think I also try with time to have a better time management. Of course, you can always find something to tackle at work. But it's, is it still relevant to do it at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m.? I'm not sure. <laughs> so now I'm I'm able to prioritize to see what's matter or not. I think it's um it's something that really changed in my in my career. Uh, finding that balance is a journey. Uh, even a few months ago, I was not maybe able to do it in the same way I'm doing it today. So it takes time. It takes also maybe. Um, people, I think the people you have around you, it's uh, it's clearly something important. And building a fulfilling career involves recognizing your strengths uh, first, <laughs> uh, embracing all the challenges you can have in front of you. And basically, you need to make choices also sometimes to align, uh, to be aligned with your values and aspirations. So yeah, to be happy, I think it's uh, it's a bundle of all of this finding the right people, finding the balance between the priorities and maybe just, you know, something good to do or a nice to do. And um, yeah, to do what I like. I think it's the most important. Um, 
I, I enjoy what I do, right? Like that's that's the kind of simple fact of it. And that's Michael Katz, CEO and co-founder at M Particle. I, I do have to prioritize what what I do. So like of all those things that you mentioned, like dad first, right? Like that's that's my most important job. That's job number one. After that, then I get into like CEO, board member, whatever else. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think having done this long enough, you know, I don't always take my own advice here, but um, the the goal isn't to become like really good at like navigating the ups and downs of company building and, and, and the entrepreneurial journey. It's about transcending that and hopefully getting to a point of equanimity where you're not necessarily phased by the, by the ups and downs. And like for, for me, you know, I had one of my friends said this, um, if, if you're familiar with uh, uh, Lupe Fiasco and I always quote yeah. this because I just like, I love it. He said, he said to me over dinner one time, um, it's not the pursuit of happiness that's that's a trap. The pursuit is happiness, mm. right? So you have to find joy and meaning and growth in whatever you're doing. And if you don't, you're probably doing the wrong thing. Like people ask me, because we're on year 10, how long are you going to do this for? What's the outcome? <laughs> what are you going to do? And, and my response is like, look, as, as long as I'm fired up every Monday morning, as long as I have anxiety every Friday that we didn't get enough stuff done, I'm doing the right thing. I'm, I'm exactly where, where I need to be. When those things start to flip-flop, then I really have to ask that question of like, how much longer am I going to do this? <laughs> I think... My, my inspiration on this is Steve Irwin. Do you guys know who Steve Irwin is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crocodile guy, right? And he's Australian. That's Juan Mendoza, the CEO of the MarTech Weekly. And um, he's like super passionate. He, like before he died, he died from a stingray accident, like tragedy. But he was like the most passionate guy about wildlife conservation. Like the guy was just red. Like that's why he was like wrestling with crocodiles and making news. Yeah. He was like, how do I like raise the awareness around wildlife conservation and teach the world about, you know, um, about wildlife around nature? You know, so he got on TV. He, you know, done a bunch of, you know, so much content. He opened up a wildlife park, you know, and he inspir inspired a generation to get into, you know, wildlife conservation. So he's an Australian and we're very proud of him, you know. But uh, that he's a bit of an inspiration for me because uh, I think when it comes down to what keeps me happy is like mission, right? Like an actual mission to do stuff. You know, for us, it's making sense of Martech, like helping people navigate this incredibly and increasingly complex world of technologies and marketing. It's influenced society. It's influenced on um, business, commercial outcomes, influence on customers and experience. Like we love that. And that's the thing that I do. And it's like, you know, every, you know, last night I was writing until midnight, 1 a.m., having the time of my life. Because there's a there's a drive there. There's, there's answers. There's things that I want to understand and um, and want help want to help others understand in much the same way Steve Irwin did, right? So that's my view is that, like, you have to, like, if you're not passionate, if, you, if you're looking at something, you're like, this is a great job for me to earn money, then you're probably going to burn out. Like the best founders in the world are like driven, like they've got this like red hot 
passion, this vision for their life and for their community and their industry. And they want to change things and make it better. And it sounds naive, but that's, that's like the stuff that that's like kryptonite to burn out. Right. You know, that's mm -hmm. the stuff that keeps you going. That's the stuff that's like, um, I'm red hot working hard on this, working very hard, you know, outside of like get sleep, you know, eat healthy, you know, exercise the basics, you know, and focus on your relationships. Um, like, I think more of us just need, like the majority of people I talk to these days, they have no vision for their life. They just have no vision. They have like no, like they're working a job and they're going the next thing and next thing and next thing. But when you find those people that like, I'm trying to solve this problem and I'll spend the rest of my life doing it. Those are the folks that you're like, yeah, I want to follow you. Right. And I want to learn from you. And, and those are the people who just keep going and going and going and going because they've got that vision and they know where they're going and so that's that's my um that's my view is that you, you have to, you have to be like more like steve Irwin, you know love it, <laughs> love, I it. love it once we identify our passions we naturally seek to align our actions and decisions with what we value most and actually several guests mentioned values and making choices as well as setting priorities and having this idea of a north star as a way to balance work and personal life for them first and foremost whether you have kids or you do not that you have to create your list of values your list of priorities and how you want to spend your time in your life. That's Lauren Aquilino, CEO at Emmy Collective. And reevaluate how you actually are spending your time against those values and priorities. Because every day we have decisions to make on what job we do, what how we spend our time, what social media we decide to, you know, follow or spend a ton of time on. And um, so I just want to say, like, outside of just being a parent, I still think that these decisions need to be to be made for work life ba balance. Um, but one thing that uh, Sydney actually shared an article a long, long time ago about, like, uh, as a parent there, you're going to drop balls like it's just going to happen when you're a working parent. Um, but you just have to make sure that it's not the important ones that you drop, that there are glass balls and there are plastic ones. Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyone who says they found balance. Um... That's Natalie Miles, head of marketing technology at Chime. Boy, would I love to figure out how. Um, I I think especially, so for me, I've got uh, a four-year-old. Um, you know, every day is sort of walking a tightrope while, while juggling. And, you know, you constantly feel like you're going to fall off. As an example, my kid is sick today. And any parent with a young kid who has a sick kid, there's that, oh my God, this day is going to be awful and I don't know how I'm going to get through this um and yet we persevere um I think for me what I have made peace with is knowing that um I'm not going to do it all and I have to be intentional with which ball I'm choosing to drop at a given time 
Um, so there are going to be some days where I'm a not so great mom or, or not the, the level of mom I want to be, right? We're, we're going to use a lot of screen time today. Um, and then there are days where maybe I'm giving 50% of myself to work. And that's okay, too. Um, it's just being intentional with those trade-offs. Um, and I think that's where the empowerment comes. So there's the recognition of you're not going to do it all. You're not on any given day. You're not going to be everything to everyone. Um, so which thing in my life or career am I choosing to prioritize right now? Um, and I think that's that's one pow- superpower that parents develop. Really good prioritization. You start to really hone in on what matters the most at any given point in time and really mm-hmm. figuring out what your North Star needs to be. Um, and the reality is, too, um, right, how much how many of us spend time on things that probably don't matter? And it's OK to, to let those things go. Um, but, you know, for me, having a very clear focus on what my North Star is. So for me, my North Star is uh, is my child everything I do, even my career, right? It's a, a means to an end for, for him, whether it's, you know, providing him with certain opportunities or setting an example of what it means to, um, have a, have a career, have a passion, have a focus, um, right. It's really all for him. And so if any of these things are ever in conflict with another. I know what my values are and what my North Star is. And so that also gives me some peace of mind. <laughs> you know, that I'm so curious what other, I think you told me that you asked everyone this. I don't, I don't yeah, listen yeah, yeah. enough of your podcasts. Like, see what they say um that's david chan managing director at deloitte digital uh i i don't think i find balance i don't i don't think i actually am able to find balance i think um there are in my opinion there are always trade-offs and uh so i'm constantly making trade-offs around you know um where i could put my attention to whether it's my family or my work or my friends and and other things and so um for me it's about um, making a conscious decision of accepting, hey, this is how I want to spend my time and making sure that, um, you know, you don't feel regret. Um, I do think that what helps me also is that I actually do love my job. Like when I first um, started my career, um, I probably got influenced by my parents who are small business owners. And I was like, I'm going to start my own business. And consulting is a great opportunity for me to learn how other people are successful um, and how they run their businesses so that one day I can build my own. I think uh, Deloitte, you know, the way they're structured, um, you kind of get to um, build your own teams and and act as your own boss to a certain extent, uh, while still loosely being, you know, um, you know, following the corporate mandates and so forth, but <laughs> largely you get to kind of build your own business and, and build your own teams. And that part made me think, okay, maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll stay here a little bit longer. And I generally do love to learn. Um, I'm, you know, in this conversation right now, you know, I love kind of having this dialogue, learning about what other people are doing in this space, um, as well as what others, um, 
could be doing in the future, uh, just sharing stories and, and, and that, you know, really excites me. And, and then passing on some of those lessons learned and knowledge. I tell clients all the time, my pain is your gain. Like, I'm not going to come in and say, I was, you know, I know all the answers. I can tell you all the places where we tried it and it did not work. So we're not going to do it with you. That's one less thing we're going to try uh, attempt on this one. Yeah. Um, so I'm in many ways like one of the dullest people on the planet. That's Scott Brinker, the MarTech landscape creator and the author of Hacking Marketing, as well as the voice behind ChiefMarTech.com. Uh, right, because, <laughs> you know, I mean, after a full day of working at a MarTech company, uh, there's nothing I love to do better than to, you know, <laughs> lean back and like, oh, let's dig into some more MarTech. Um, <laughs> so for me, yeah, the fact that, you know, my passion, hobby, if you will, is the same sort of stuff I do for my career um it happens to work for me uh because i just love this stuff but it is very um it's very unidimensional um you know and so even on my side though being unidimensional there's still 24 hours in the day uh, i haven't come up with some sort of like you know magical time portal here and so while yeah i do a lot of things boy there's a ton more i I don't do. I just say no to that, you know, it's a real shame. There's just so many great stuff to do out there. But, you know, I was going back to that thing about the balancing of curiosity and, uh, you know, kind of focused discipline is, yeah, you just have to be comfortable, like, saying no to a bunch of other things so that you can say yes uh, to the subset that you're really most passionate about. So understanding our values lays the groundwork for building sustainable habits that promote our overall well-being. But several guests also doubled down on the notion that it's all too easy to get wrapped up in work and life and forget about our physical health and the importance of routines. I think balance is really the, the key word there. Uh, you got to make time for for all of it. I mean, you, you, you can't, you got to sleep, you got to work, you got to do all that stuff, but <laughs> that's Ryan Gunn, director of demand gen and marketing ops at aptitude eight. You have to just make sure you're not, you're not dipping too far in one direction or another. I've definitely had times in my life where I've like really, really dove hard into work and ended up burning myself out and that it carries over. It ended up, you know, causing physical injuries, stuff like that. And, and you got to reel it in you got to make sure I think exercise is key, uh, that, that has to be there in the balance. Um, but make sure you're having fun, make sure you're sleeping and, uh, make sure you're getting outside every once in a while. I feel like balance is one of those things that's always changing. Um, but honestly, this is going to sound so weird, but having a dog really helps me stick to a schedule in a way mm. that I wouldn't have thought in the past. That's Tara Robertson, head of demand generation at Chili Piper. But even, I mean, you guys know you're near Ottawa, so winter is horrible. But <laughs> even in the winter, I have to go for a walk before and after work, yeah. no matter what mm -hmm. the weather. 
And I think especially being a remote worker where Chili Pepper is fully distributed. So I have people all, all over the world that I work with. And literally any time of day, I can open Slack and someone's online asking for an update on something or asking for help on something. So having that schedule where I walk an hour before work, an hour after without my phone, most times, um, yeah. that personally helps me so much because I start and end the day just as as screen-free as I can. Sometimes, obviously, things happen and I have to be on my phone, but that's a huge one. And then time blocking is my other one. If you look at my calendar, it looks like I'm scheduled like every minute of the day. <laughs> it's really just saying like, I need to do this in this hour. And it helps for things like obviously booking the podcast. And when I have guests on my own, it helps to have like really clear windows of when I'm open. Um, but I also put in little things like buffers between meetings because I know I need like five minutes to get a coffee or like take a break, mm -hmm. like just a breather. Um, and yeah, I know that sounds kind of simple, but I think a lot of people just let their, they come on to Slack and let that schedule their day for them. But I mm -hmm. try to plan my day out as far in advance as I can. a great conclusion i, I like uh, not about you know the, about me but in terms of the question i like that <laughs> that's why it bails chief customer officer at blueprint x um how do i say I, I think i think um to be genuine in this comment but without sounding ridiculous to, to always pursue humility and realize that we we work in an industry that is so crazy that sometimes it takes itself way too seriously and I, I tell the team all the time, like I get really stressed, usually, you know, some junior consultants in a workshop with some really senior people and a customer. Guys, we're not surgeons. We're not saving lives. We're helping people click on emails. <laughs> you know, it's like a little bit of a joke, but that's how I stay happy is realize that, man, we're so fortunate. Like you guys have an amazing podcast and having a conversation about something we're passionate. And at the end of the day, we can work from home. We can travel. We can have this digital life. You have the flexibility of having a career wherever, however, with whoever you want. That at the end of the day is just the most rewarding thing and very thankful for that. And then just making sure that you never take it for granted. So that's why I try to be uh, be happy with that. Um, I guess in terms of how I find balance, but everything, um, I, I think, so I moved from the US to Amsterdam. And one of the things that I was really seeking was a better quote unquote quality of life. Cause I always kind of had this resentment with you know Americans working too many long hours. And I, I realized that um, growing up on a farm, my parents, they they were always there at the house and they always were at swim meets. And I didn't realize at very early age, they always had this flexible work schedule where the, I felt like they were working all the time. But it wasn't that they're working all the time. They just you know broke up their day to invest in the family. And then they just made up for that later in the evening, that kind of thing. So that's kind of how it's kind of a crappy answer, but find balance where I have to break up the day with gyms. And yeah, you take a two hour coffee break to invest in employees out in the sunshine and have a beer by the canal. And then you bust your ass at 11 o'clock to get a deliverable and a PowerPoint deck for a customer. But at the end of the day, you're not in a coal mine, right? We have a job that's a lot easier than most. And we're very fortunate to have that. But I find balance to make sure that just kind of focus on your your physical mental health above everything else invest in others and then you know career kind of comes after that <laughs> oh.
Oh yeah, there's a compound question if I ever heard one. So I'll just <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll answer the other one first. So I would say probably West Coast of Norway was absolutely amazing. If you haven't done it, go do it. Uh, it's really expensive, nice. cool. but it's it's pretty cool. And that's Dan Bolkowski, founder of Product Tranquility. Um, and then uh, I would say that I am a seeker. I have not found the truth on the first part of the set of questions. I think what helps me maintain my sanity is a regular meditation practice. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, what I, I try to commit to, uh, and it has helped me keep my my head on straight. Uh, and so I've, I've done several meditation retreats, and those have been uh, very useful for me. As our daily routines reinforce our physical health, there's a lot of guests' answers that focused on our minds and how they crave the expansion that comes with new knowledge and new perspectives as a way to balance uh, their success and happiness. Well, I think for me, it's by remaining curious. That's Tamara Grusbarg, VP of Customer Strategy at Action IQ. Because what makes me happy is learning new things mm-hmm. and not being bored. And I'm never bored. I was mm-hmm. never bored in my career. Um, I worked at many different places, always dealing with customer data, but uh, working in different environments, different industries. And it just always fascinates me to learn new things, to understand how things that I know can be applied the same way or differently, continuously learning new skills. These five years at Action AQ have been incredible. It's the first time I came from the client side to the vendor side. Completely mm-hmm. new world, <laughs> purely tech organization. Um, I learn so much every day and that, that really keeps me happy. Yeah, I think that's just one lesson that we learned like pretty soon in the journey is that uh, 90% of the 98% of things that you're going to do are going to go wrong, right? And then you're going to see like you're a lot of no's, right? And uh, that's Arun Thulasidharan, CEO and co-founder at Castle.io. I remember like, you know, we had like few customers, I think maybe a year before, right? Even before YC were like completely lined up and they did not convert and we just completely went to depression and everything. <laughs> and then, then you realize that, you know, that is not how it is. Right? Because we're first time founders, we did not understand. Now for us, it does not really matter, right? We just try to convert the customers and if it does not go, we just kind of go to the next customer. I think it's it's a maturity which kind of gradually evolved, uh, which has probably kind of resulted in this. And other than that, obviously, it is very stressful, very hectic, right? So we try to kind of work out, like, you know, I just play with my daughter. It's a very small daughter, right? I play with my friends. I spend time with my friends, right? So so that's how I'm able to kind of manage this, right? I understand that um, this is my super important part of my career, right? Super important part of my life, but I have to kind of separate it out. Otherwise, I'll not be able to kind of be productive in my this thing, right? So, so that is how I can try to kind of manage it, right? If that makes sense. Look, it's it's a you know it's it's obviously a journey and a choice, 
that that you make. That's Penny Yakul, the founder and CEO of OptiMove. And obviously, I'm I'm not forced to do it. I'm I'm straight choosing to do it. And to me, what I like is is the it's the evolution, right? I like the especially as an entrepreneur where the company grows. You got to grow with the company because I'm I'm always doing a job that I'm not equipped to do. Basically, I'm always doing something that I have no experience in doing. And which is pretty challenging. And I think uh, something that I really liked about this job is I read somewhere that like the ultimate definition of freedom is to be able to fix your own mistakes. And I've been fortunate to do it quite a few times at Optimove. So that's my biggest kick. While curiosity broadens our horizons for a few guests, it also deepens their appreciation for the present moment and the journey itself rather than all the milestones and the end goal itself. I'm not going to get your straight answer because you haven't gotten a straight answer in any of my questions um, that you have. But um, <laughs> That's Diana Ballou, Senior Vice President of DXP Products at Acquia. For me, I really, you know, this is something that I only have realized over time, but I, happiness is a choice. And so this is the choice that I make to decide, you know, am I going to be happy? Have I found the right organization in my career that provides me opportunities to be happy, but also I have to go seek them out. I can't wait for them to come to me and I have to be accountable for that. So over the course of my career, I think you mentioned six careers and I'm on my seventh with this new role at Acquia. Like I went and sought them out. I saw an opportunity and then I said, let's go do that because it was desirable to me. So, you know, for me, finding happiness is really deciding this is what I want and then go seek, seeking that out for myself. So that's a, that's a piece of happiness. Um, and then successful as well has changed over the, you know, the past two decades, um, especially if you think about successful in a career. And I, this is also a state of mind, because mm. for a while it was about, you know, what's the next title or what's the next thing? And I see a lot of, you know, people just entering the market and, and joining my team. It's always about wanting that next role and the next title. So really understanding and reflecting what does success mean to you? You know, for me, it's building teams or delivering new new products or completing my MBA or merging this organization together and keeping most of my team intact through a merge, like that's a tremendously hard thing to do, but being able to do that and really like appreciating that. And so understanding what that is. And then I would say, measure that. If you can measure that as it goes, even though it might take years for you to reach that, you're measuring it along the way and you're, you're celebrating those wins. So whether that's your team happiness scores or your SUS score and your product or your NPS score of your customers, like me measuring that can really help you be successful. Very powerful. That's, that's awesome advice. And then I think the last, yeah, the last thing you mentioned was balance. And yeah. that word is also, <laughs> also as a mother of three um, and an executive, you know, it's a question I get a lot. And whenever I think about balance, I think about a scorecard and it's like, how much am I working versus how much am I not working? Let's yeah. track my time. And so I don't necessarily focus on balance. I focus on being fulfilled and being fulfilled in my life. And this has, again, changed. It definitely has changed, you know, from my early 20s um, with no children to then in my 30s with young children to now in my <laughs> 40s. Um, and they get to take care of themselves most of the time, which is amazing as long as they don't kill each other. Um, and so fulfillment looks different now. And so really being able to understand, 
you know, what that is and then seeking to go do that. So, you know, getting my MBA in my late thirties, that was the right time for me because I was in the right spot in my career and I was the right spot in my, you know, with my personal life to go do that and then put that into practice every day. I actually took all of my learnings that I had at that time and came back into my organization and applied that and then taught others and building up my team around some of those learnings. So really seeking, you know, what is going to fulfill me at this time and being, you know, taking the time to say, I'm good, I'm fulfilled at this moment. And I don't need to go seek out the other thing just yet. It's hmm. going to happen, but maybe not just yet. Uh, I think at the beginning of my career, I was away a lot on business trips. That's Kate Naruzi, VP of Deliverability at Mailgun by Cinch. And I was super busy working. Maybe I did not give the attention I wanted to my children. Now they are in college. So that everybody is home for summer. I try to maximize my time um, to like they are a priority. I try to wrap up work around four or five before I would go to eight or nine if there was. So I am making, I think it's either my age, like the older I get, my priority changes, or maybe it's like a little bit of that regret of like, okay, maybe I was not present when they had a tennis match. Now I try to be more present for my family. And um, like walking away from anything that is not, serving you well. In the past, I stayed at a career that I was extremely unhappy towards the end. Mm. And I should have left sooner. So just moving away from anything that is not serving you as being happy, just walk away from it. So just delaying that is and saying no, of course, like <laughs> that is kind of comes together, like dragging my feet on. Um, anything that uh, my heart is not there. So I'm listening more to my heart these days and it seems that it, it does a big contribution to my happiness. In appreciating the now and the present, a few guests recognize the importance of extending our impact beyond ourselves, which leads us to the role of giving back and feeling successful and happy. Yeah, I would say a lot of it is just carving out time for fun. I know that sounds kind of like very, I don't know, light or very like high level answer. That's Sarah McNamara, Senior Manager, Marketing Operations at Salesforce. If you're wondering where that episode is, it's because it's dropping next Tuesday for episode 100. Keep an eye out for that one. But I just try to make sure that I always have time to do really fun stuff that gets me excited. So whether it's like with friends, family, new experiences, like travel, like whatever it may be at the time. Um, and then also just like giving back brings me a lot of joy, honestly. Like it, is, it was interesting with the course because... I was like, I, well, well, first of all, I was like, I'm doing a lot. So do I have time to do this? And then I kind of put feelers out there. I'm like, would there be interest? Like, would people find this valuable? And there was this one fellow who reached out to me who like almost brought me to tears. He wrote like such a nice note being like, you know, I work in construction and like, I want to provide more for my family. And I know that marketing operations is a lucrative career path. And, you know, like I like, please let me know when your course gets released, because I really want to figure out how to break into the industry 
and everything is all just about the tools. So he's like, I can learn the tools, but how do I like build the confidence to, you know, interview and get like that first job and, and things like that are just super motivating for me, like being able to make an impact and just hearing like that I'm helping other people. So I would say a combination of all those things is like always make time for just fun and like silly stuff. Like I love reality television. Everyone always laughs, <laughs> but it's like every every day I work in such like serious stuff that can be very technical. And it's like, I just want to turn on like Love Island and be extremely stupid. <laughs> like, so just, yeah, always finding a way to laugh and enjoy and, and make an impact. Well, I think I try to keep back as much as possible. That's Alexandra Lomachenka, marketing technology consultant and nonprofit founder. And this feeling of giving back, it definitely brings this, you know, very genuine uh, happiness to you because it's not something like you are personally benefit, benefiting from, but, you know, giving back through sharing knowledge through publishing LinkedIn, through doing such initiatives such as uh, Lineka, um, doing uh, free uh, mentorship sessions with folks uh, who want to advance in uh, their careers but not sure how. Um, and, you know, like this giving back, like with every conversation, with every knowledge sharing, with, with the, every sale on Lineka, you definitely feel better and a little bit more happier. So giving back is a very powerful way to stay happy. So the act of giving then connects us back to others, the community around us, where our personal growth and contributions come full circle. Several guests centered their answers around their friends, coworkers, and most importantly, their family. Amazing question, Phil. Also, amazing how you found all those things out about me. <laughs> uh, the, I think my answer is simple. For me, it's about people uh, who I surround myself with at the office, like my coworkers, my friends, my spouse. That's Boris Jabes, the co-founder and CEO at Census. Like, I think it's people bring you up. You know, and I find that when I spend time with people in my life, and again, it spans all of those. I love my coworkers. I love my friends. I love my spouse. It is, it just, it brings me up, you know, and, 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 and I get inspired by them to do more, to hang out, you know, all those things. It's like, I actually, I'm going to the office after this from my house and it's like, I can't wait, you know, to, to, to be around them. Uh, and so that's, that's my answer. It's just being around great people uh, helps me. Wow, now I'm scared. You know, I need to do some research on myself and get ChatGPT <laughs> and see if this is the trick that you're using to find out all this information about me. That's Tejas Monahar, co-founder and co-CEO at High Touch. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's a great question. Um, I'm a human too. We're all we're all humans and peoples here and uh, people here. And uh, I I I stay happy and and keep keep being motivated and find strike that balance by by really investing in my personal relationships and family friends um and and all the activities outside of work that you mentioned 
anyone who knows me knows that every every three to six months I have some new new hobby. Um, <laughs> so work is the is the consistent, intense thing that that I have to put my all into every day and be stressed about with the ups and downs of the company. And outside of work, I, I you know, take passion being a amateur and uh, not being great in a bunch of other things, whether it's uh, trying some new recipes with my girlfriend or <laughs> trying to get into powerlifting or um, I bought a harmonica and I play that from time to time. Um, all sorts of all sorts of different things for for short stints uh, and finding joy out of the, the simple things outside of work. Um, until I'm replaced by AI, I guess, given your last question. <laughs> <laughs> spend a lot of time with my wife. Um, we, uh, we walk together every morning. Um, we go on trips together. We hang out a lot. That's Bobby Tishy, co-founder and chief solutions officer at Stitch. Uh, she, uh, you know, people say like they ma- married their best friend. I don't think most people think that, um, <laughs> but I did. And it's awesome. Um, and she like knows just about, just as much about Stitch as I do. So she's nice. like, She's like the combination of like friend, uh, spouse, and like manager all in one, um, which is awesome. Like I think some people would have a hard time with that, but it's like someone that constantly is like pushing you, um, but then also the source of, of your happiness to your point as well. That's pretty cool. love this question um uh just point of clarity i have a son and a daughter um but oh, sorry <laughs> you're fine <laughs> um, and that's mike rizzo founder and ceo of marketingops.com but uh no the yeah look i will tell you that i i'm a work in progress um it, every single day is a how do I strike a balance between the work that I'm doing, the passion that I have for the work that I'm doing alongside all these incredible community members, while also trying to you know, be a good husband and a good father. Um, I do think the working from home element does help in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> it certainly hurts in a lot of ways too, because <laughs> <laughs> we're fortunate that kids are in daycare today, uh, so they're not interrupting this podcast, <laughs> but, um, but the ability to sort of step out and be immediately with them is, uh, quite a blessing. And so I take advantage of it as much as I can. I will transparently share with everybody. I'm a work in progress and, uh, I have not done a good job managing this, um, over the last few years, because there's been a lot of work to do as we've endeavored to build this organization and this community. Um, but the beautiful thing is that my family's super supportive and, uh, they know that it's only getting better and um, and we're looking forward to sort of the future of, of what's to come as I as I continue to hopefully uh, earn that salary from the company and <laughs> stop picking up extra side gigs to pay for the bills. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 
we also had one guest who I didn't know exactly where to put them in our categories because he actually touched on most of these things. So kudos to Pratik Desai, founder and chief architect at One to One for a pretty badass, all-encompassing answer. Yeah, I, I appreciate that question. I, I think, you know, one of the things that's come up for me recently is, is a lot of folks have asked, hey, how's it going, right? You built your own agency, you built your own business, and how are you doing? And, and one of the things that I, I keep saying without realizing it is, hey, look, if I fail, I can always get a job. And my, my wife is always quick to remind me of, you have a job. That's your business, and and it, it, I think that the reality is it just doesn't feel that way, right? I, I've I've found a way to actually capture my entrepreneurial spirit with my drive to solve problems and mix it with my passion for AI, and honestly, it just doesn't feel like work. So I think you know part of the happiness, part of part of the answer is really I, I don't know if I have a job. I, I I do what I do, and I do what I love every day. So I think that that's that's a that's part of it. Um, and then, you know, obviously, you know, that being said, I think recharging is super important. So, you know, spending a lot of time with my, with my dog and my wife and just traveling around, we are, we are avid backpackers and we like to do road trips with the dog and go hiking and things like that. And, you know, I, I, I've always had a tough time celebrating small wins and acknowledging accomplishments. So my wife definitely forces me to slow down, recognize how far we've come as an agency, how far we've come as a couple and how far I've come in my career. So she likes to, you know, tell me to switch things off and, Hey, you're going to celebrate that win today. We're going to go out to dinner. We can get Thai food, whatever it is that we, we want to do to, to, to make it a little bit special. And then, you know, long, long, last but not least, I've got an amazing team. Um, and the, t- the team that we've been able to put together, um, you know, anytime there's issues, it doesn't matter who it is. They're willing to put the hat on, right? If, if there's an issue with, you know, some JavaScript somewhere. It doesn't matter what you do, what your role is at the company. I've seen folks, you know, just hop on a call at 9 p.m. Say, "Hey, what do I need to do? I, I heard there's an issue, and I'm I'm willing to help." So, um, I think putting together that team has has really been beneficial for for success and happiness. Uh, and then, last but not least, uh, I say I stay off of social media. I, I found <laughs> found myself really really competing with folks on social media a lot. And, and I, it got really toxic really quickly. So I've just started focusing on being better than I was yesterday. And ultimately that, that made all the difference. So there you have it, folks. I hope you were able to get some value out of this recap or roundup episode of one of the most important questions that we ask all of our guests during the show. And we plan to get to you doing that uh, next year. Hopefully there's variations and different ideas that come out of it for next season. But you heard it here first. Balance is a continuous journey rather than a final destination involving passion, alignment, personal recharging, and appreciation of life's path, including those who accompany us along the way. And never underestimate the power of a well-timed no to maintain balance and propel your journey forward. We'll catch you guys next week for episode number 100. Thanks for listening.